Hello and welcome to episode three uh, of the LDS study session with me, Matt. And today uh, we're going to have a little look at another part of the Come Follow Me section for this week, May 27th to June 2nd, Joseph Smith, Matthew 1, Matthew 25, Mark 12 to 13, and Luke 21, the Son of Man shall come. And today I'm going to focus on Matthew 25 verses 14 to 30. Heavenly Father expects me to use his gifts wisely. And here uh, we hear of a different parable straight after the parable of, of the wise of the Ten Virgins, which we looked at yesterday, um, and is, there's a very different message in this one. So obviously, in the parable yesterday, we talked about how you know in the parable the the virgins didn't share of their oil for they didn't have enough to share. But in this parable, of course, we learn about sharing our talents, which is a very different message. But the Lord obviously has put these two together, one after the other, to to, to teach another message. That yes, we uh, need to develop our own faith and testimony and make sure that we are prepared for the second coming, but we have a responsibility to share where we can, to share our talents. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing, because, of course, you can read it in, in the scriptures, in the scriptures I mentioned before. Uh, however, there is a few points I want to focus on. In verse 25, well, to the, as we, the parable goes, and as we know, the Lord, uh, in the parable, goes away on a journey and, and leaves talents with his three servants. Interestingly, uh, I looked up the definition of a, of, a, of a talent in money, because that's what the parable is referring to. And a parable, a, a talent in gold would be worth over $14 million by today's money. Uh, a parable, that's uh, why I'm saying parable over and over again. Uh, a talent of silver would be representative of just over $13,000. So we're talking a lot of money here uh, that's been put into these uh, servants' hands. And I think that this leads into an interesting parallel to how the Lord... Uh, views our talents you know often we don't take our talents very seriously often we might not use them but the lord clearly here is indicating that he places great worth on these gifts and talents that we are given from him um you know in monetary terms they are they are huge so i think that's something interesting to consider as we discuss this parable just how much value is placed on these talents um as you know uh those that are listening to this podcast that the Lord leaves talents with three servants. Two of them do well. They go out and work on these talents, develop the talents, as we might say, uh, and produce further talents. But then there's the one servant that doesn't, that just kind of hides it away. In verse 25, we kind of hear his rationale for this. He says in verse 25, quote, And I was afraid, and I went and hid thy talents in the earth. Lo there that thou hast, that is thine. Close quote. And this is a really interesting response for two reasons. Firstly, why was he afraid? Why was he afraid to go out and work on this talent? And I think we find part of the answer in Doctrine and Covenants, section 60, verse 2. Um, I'll just find that there. Where it says, quote, But with some I am not well pleased, for they will not open their mouths, for they hide the talent which I have given them unto them, because of the fear of man. Won't such, for mine anger is kindled against them, close quote. I find this really interesting because clearly here we see that the Lord has an issue with people who do not use their talents that are given. He is not well pleased because if people don't use their talent for whatever talent, and we'll talk about what types of talents we might have later, uh, but whatever talents we have, if we don't use them, especially for the fear of man, then it's going to displease the Lord. He's given the, these talents for a reason, to use them, not just to hide them. But I think it's interesting that the, of the language that the servant gives as well when he says he hid thy talent, as in the Lord's talent. And it's just a little, little phrase, little word in there, which I think is massively important to recognise. These talents that we have been given on the earth today, 
They are not ours. They've been given to us as gifts from the Lord through his spirit. And uh, therefore, we need to use them as, as he would have us use them. I think that's really an interesting uh, thought to have. Not hid my talents, but hid thy talents. Just a really important uh, difference to have there. But then, of course, we read that uh, the, the Lord takes that talent away from the servant and gives it to another. And, of course, that makes another reference uh, to a description Doctrine and Covenants, uh, Doctrine and Covenants 82, verse 3, where we are told where much is given, much is required. You know, if we have been given talents to use, we have to use them, and, and we will be required to uh, give an account. And you could almost see this, and I don't think this has been done by accident. Remember, this parable is given just after the parable of the ten virgins, where there is definite links and parallels to the second coming. Now, in this parable, the Lord goes away and comes again a second time, and he asks the servants to give an account of their, the, the way they've used their talents. Now, I don't think that this is a coincidence. I, I believe from this, and this is obviously my own personal reflections and ponderings, but this is actually a reflection of what will happen at the second coming. This is a, almost a continuation of the theme from the parable of the ten virgins. But this time, the Lord will ask us to give an account of how we've used these talents. And he may not be pleased if we have not used them, uh, as we've read in Doctrine and Covenants 60. I just want to take a final few minutes to uh, consider what we may see as um, what talents we might be able to receive. And there's a great talk by Elder John C. Pingree in the October 2017 uh, General Conference. And he said this, quote, Sometimes we feel that we don't have any particularly important gifts. One day a discouraged sister pleaded, Lord, what is my personal ministry? He answered, Notice, uh, notice others. It was a spiritual gift. Since then, she has found joy in noticing those who are regularly forgotten, and God has worked through her to bless many. While some spiritual gifts may not be prominent by the Lord's standards, by the world's standards, they are essential to his work. And I just find that fascinating that... <coughs> oh, close quote. I find that fascinating that... Two things here. To notice others is a gift. It really is. I think we sometimes limit ourselves to the, to the exhaust, what we think is an exhaustive list, exhaustive list in Doctrine and Covenants 46. At least I think that's where it is. Uh, or in Moroni. But actually there are many, many, many other gifts that we could have. Noticing others is a gift. And the Lord has given that gift. Um, I think it's important also to note how we can find out what our gifts are. Um, in this example, the lady, uh, the sister, asked the Lord and the Lord told her. And we are told in the scriptures that we can do the same. Um, so I encourage you all to, to, to find out what your gifts are if you're listening to this podcast. Find out what they are. But I think there's another quote that I just wanted to share to, to close by Elder Marvin J. Ashton. And he talks about further gifts that we may have. I'll just share that here. Uh, he says, quote, Taken at random, let me mention a few gifts that are not always evident or noteworthy, but that are very important. Among these may be your gifts. Gifts not so evident, but nevertheless real and valuable. Let us review some of these less conspicuous um, gifts. The gift of asking, the gift of listening, the gift of hearing and using a still small voice, the gift of not of being able to weep, the gift of avoiding contention, the gift of being agreeable, the gift of avoiding rain, vain repetition, the gift of seeking that which is righteous, the gift of not passing judgment, the gift of looking to God for guidance, the gift of being a disciple, the gift of caring for others, the gift of being able to ponder, the gift of offering prayer, the gift of bearing a mighty testimony, and the gift of, re of receiving the Holy Ghost. And I think it's really 
of close quotes. I think it's really valuable, this list, because, again, he mentions it's not exhaustive, but these gifts are wide, wide-expanding things that we could possibly think of. The gift of being able to weep. We can see that the Saviour in the Scriptures said that does this. A few weeks ago, we read the example of, or the experience of him raising Lazarus from the dead, and he wept. I think it would be a really interesting study piece to kind of look into the Saviour's ministry and see and have a look at the list that we have in Doctrine and Covenants 46 and look at this list that Elder Marvin J. Ashton has given and see examples of where he has exemplified all of those gifts because I am confident that he has. The gift of being able to weep being one. The gift of not passing judgment would be another. We look at the example of a couple of weeks ago uh, of the, the Lord and um, the, the woman taken in, in adultery and the way that... He, at that moment, did not pass judgment on her. Of course, when the time comes, and if she doesn't repent, he will do, as he is the saviour of, of all mankind, the redeemer of all. But in that moment, he had the gift of not passing judgment, of recognising that she had been unjustly brought before him by the Jews, and that she had the opportunity to, to go forth and sin no more. And I think it's uh, an interesting uh, thing to have a think about, that... You know, finding the examples where the Saviour has exemplified all these gifts, and I might well do that over the next few days. I think that'll be a really interesting thing to do. Anyway, hope you enjoyed this uh, this this session of study uh, on the LDS study session. If you want to follow me at at Matt S Roberts ninety, uh, if you want to share any comments about what you've listened to today, or if you have any other comments of things to study uh, and want to share those, and I'll have a look at those and probably feature them on a future podcast. That'd be great. But that's it for today. For today. I uh, hope you've enjoyed listening. I'm going to try. I'm going to try and limit these to ten minutes a day, so they're a bit more bite-sized chunks of listening. And I uh, hope you enjoyed it. And until we meet again.